Welcome back to The Perfect Fit and to episode one of season four. We made it through another year and we're at the start of another, which means for many people it's time to set some new goals. Benj and I discuss how to create and set up your goals using the SMART goals template, the importance of both long-term and short-term goals, and three different types of fitness goals you can set. Whether you're just getting started in your fitness journey or you're already in the middle of it, we hope this episode can help give you a foundation of how to set your goals up for the new year and for them to be a success. We hope you enjoy this episode. What's up? What is up? Let me see. Uh, get this angle right. I can't see anything. Tap screen. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I forgot I have some of my stuff left at the uh, office, so I'll get you on the, the little tripod today. Yeah, no worries. All the that, audio sound pretty good? Yeah, yeah. Good. All that snow y'all got. <laughs> Dude, just so random, man. Five to six inches. That's pretty crazy for uh, Greenville. Yeah, I don't think, like, I think it was our freshman year of college that we had anything close to this. Did we, uh, yeah, I guess we did. Didn't we get out of school? They early? started late or something. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. We did yeah. get late. Good point. We, but they just stacked up all the work. I remember that, too. It was like, they didn't give us a break on the work. You just had to catch up. <laughs> Gee, thanks. We got nothing. I was wondering. It snow. It snowed, but the ground is clear. It's dry. You know, nothing. It's bad. Like we still probably have three or four inches, and right now it's melting. But um, it's going to get down to. I think I read it's like nineteen or eighteen tonight. So it's just going to be an icy mess. So we'll see. I know over a hundred thousand people lost power. So hopefully, that's restored my, soon, and we stay in the safe. My parents said that. The potential for more snow next weekend is there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, let me know if they need some uh, food or something. I'll just go push it, like, down the hill to them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I asked them about that. I was like, y'all going to be able to get out? They're like, yeah, probably by Tuesday. All right. Yeah. All right. First podcast of the year. 2022. 2022. Can't believe uh, it is 2022. And we're already halfway through January. That is crazy. Yeah. But this is technically the first episode of the new season, so season four. Um, I just go by the years. So yeah. This is season four. Dang. So Okay, good. So we did this all last year. We should easily get 12 in this year, if not more. Yeah, I think we got, yeah, we got like 12 to 15 last year. Average, yeah. Averaged one month, and then a couple months, I think we had like two, maybe three. That's good. So, well on our way to... Season four. Season four, episode one, and today's topic, and obviously a good topic to start on, and I think we did this last year, um, but it's always a good topic to bring up, and there's always... We, we always add stuff to this. Um, so, today's topic is on... Goals, goal setting, how to be successful uh, with your goals and actually accomplish them, right? So it's obviously the new year is always a big time for people to set goals, resolutions, whatever you like to call them. Uh, for many, it's a fresh start. 
your motivation is typically extremely high. Um, uh, but today, let me just run through what we're going to talk about really quick here. Go we're for gonna, it. We're going to talk about how to set up and create new goals, a certain template that we're going to use. Uh, we're going to talk about the three different types of fitness goals that you can set. And then we're going to talk about goals being kind of like a two-sided coin. Um, you got to be able to do both sides in order for you to have success. And pretty much in all of this, this it's, has the goal of we want you to be successful. All right. So that encompasses all of these topics together. So we are going to start with how to set up and create your goals. Uh, personally, I'm sure you are the same way. I believe that you need to have both long-term and short-term goals. Absolutely. Not, not yeah. just one or the other, right? So the short-term goals uh, and the success and the kind of little victories that you come with those are kind of what keeps you motivated and driven. It keeps the momentum. We've talked about that a lot. Um, it keeps you going towards your, those long-term goals, right? So if you only have long-term, which often is popular in, you know, your fitness goals, you only have like one thing. Um, the potential is there to be, you know, discouraged, frustrated. You might even quit because, you know, you don't have those short-term goals as stepping stones to get you there. There are no small victories that you're seeing. You're only looking for the one big victory at the very end. Um, so I love this it's too many people have long-term goals with short-term expectations. Yeah, that's, that's and, well said. And we're going to have that kind of theme is going to get brought up uh, more as we talk about through this. So when you approach or when clients come to you, what do you find to be common? I would say for me, everyone has a long-term goal, but short-term goals are often rare. And so we have yep. to kind of create those as we go along, right? Yep. That's, that's the exact same. Everybody's got the 30 or 40 pound goal, but it's, yeah, the little stuff that's going to keep you going. Rarely do people think of, okay, what are the little benchmarks that are going to keep me excited to, to keep moving towards the big goal? So yeah, usually we have to break it down to a month, you know, a weekly goal or a month long goal. But yeah, everybody's got the long-term goal. Short-term goals are not usually there. Yeah. All right, we are going to talk about, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but we're going to talk about like a template of sorts. Now, we learned this in school. I'm sure other people have heard about this, but they are called SMART goals. All right, SMART is an acronym. Each letter stands for something. All right, so we're just going <laughs> to... something. Something. We're going to alternate uh, through this list. You go ahead and start uh, with yeah. the S. Yep, so SMART, S, needs to be specific. Your goal needs to be specific. So narrow it down as much as possible. Um, what exactly, like, do you want to do? Um, a lot of people just, like, the one I always hear, I hate to, like, harp on this, but, like, I just want to fit into this bathing suit or something. It's like, well, let's just get a little bit more specific than that. Like, I don't want you to get so hung up on a number necessarily, but – you know, what is it going to take to get to that point? You know, what do you think that specific number might look like, even though it could change? And how are you going to specifically do this? But yeah, specific for the S and the SMART goals. Yeah, good. Um, M, measurable. 
is this something that you can track and that you can actually see progress in? Okay. Yeah. Which I think that is key. And that's kind of where these small goals are built from is tracking and seeing the progress, um, you know, in, for your long-term goal. So like, for example, you, you know, you use the uh, weight loss as a long-term goal. Well, obviously we can track that. We can weigh ourselves. We can take progress picks. We can measure, um, you know, body measurements. That is one way to do that. Yeah. That's one of my favorites too. The measuring, like, like you just said, body measurements and all that people miss out on that, but that's such an easy one. That's to me, I see it's like one of the most encouraging ones for people to see is measuring their progress. Yeah. yeah too, too often it's left out and moving on. So uh, letter, letter a SMA, for smart you got achievable can you actually do this um, and this still comes up it amazes me like people will try to think of one recently without picking on anybody but you know just even the old like i want to bench 300 or 350 or something it's like well you're not even like you're missing the gym three days a week like you don't like hitting chest or whatever it may be like is this actually going to be achievable for you and your lifestyle that you're choosing to live out right now um, so you just got to be honest with yourself on this one yeah uh i'm gonna say the next two like achievable and then the next one are is relevant both yeah. of these are very closely tied together okay so uh, they kind of go hand in hand. So relevant. Uh, do like, does your goal align with your values and kind of like you just mentioned your lifestyle and uh, we'll talk more about this later, but another term could be like realistic. Are your goals actually mm -hmm. realistic? Are they relevant for, especially in fitness uh, when a lot of people are busy, busy lifestyles, work, kids, whatever it is, you know, are you are you really going to be able to like you said achieve um based off of your lifestyle so that yep. was r was relevant relevant i like that and then t the last one for smart uh can you achieve this in a particular time frame so time frame there um and, and then you know again it goes back to being relevant and achievable like what amount of time are you willing to set out your long-term goal you know, is, is a year out really discouraging for you? Or is this something you can achieve in three months? Have a specific timeline in place yeah. so you can break down your plan and make sure it fits in that. Um, but you just don't want to throw out this random goal with a random timeline. And then, you know, we don't know when we're aiming for how to actually measure it. But yeah, it's, you know, can you achieve this in a particular time frame? Three months, six months? Yeah. And we'll talk about more specifically, especially, especially since a lot of people have what? Weight loss goals, uh, <laughs> too many people set unrealistic timeframes on their weight loss goals. So we'll talk about that mm -hmm. a little bit down the road. So now that we went through the whole acronym, now we're going to do like a breakdown. Okay. So we'll give you everybody examples of each letter, something that you can um, think about yourself. So let's start with S specific. Um, Probably some common ones. I just put as an example, like you mentioned before, lose 30 pounds, lose 40 pounds, whatever that might be. Uh, maybe you've never started strength training before, so you're like, I want to get into the gym. All right. And then maybe another focus for a lot of people this year would be I'm going to focus on eating whole foods uh, over, you know, a lot of processed or mm -hmm. 
and stuff like that. So that would be specific. Right? Getting specific, yeah. For specific. Go ahead. Let's do for, uh, measurable. Yeah, for M, so measurable. Uh, let's see. So you want to be able to measure it, yeah, so you can track your weight. And this is a big one I do with all my clients, track weight, photos, measurements. If you can just get those three, like those, and that, those are three little, like little victories, you know, you can just mark along the way that will encourage you to keep going. But is it measurable, your goal? And, and figure out, you know, maybe you aren't wanting to lose weight, but figure out other ways you can measure that progress. If you're working out, you know, seeing what weight you're lifting month after month, retest, um, you know, and everybody always thinks too, like you got to retest your max bench press, your max squat go with your max, like your mile walk, like what time it is. And then maybe like a max plank if you're just starting out and just see if you can add on 10 seconds to that plank or something like that. Um, but yeah, being able to you know make it measurable. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that you can think of there with measuring out your goal? Uh, okay. Here's one you mentioned uh, just for, you know, people to kind of think of how frequently and often they should do this when it comes to weight uh how many times a week would you weigh yourself for me oh just uh, for a client i encourage everybody to weigh in daily yes agreed yep and i want to see the averages and understand yeah. what is going on with the training and the food correct so uh for those out there weigh yourself every day take the average of that okay yep and then progress picks how often would you do that once a month the first of the month is what I have my people do. And it's what I do for myself. Agreed. Because I think too many people out there do it too frequently. So they're looking at progress picks every week and either you're, you're going to see either no changes or the slightest change that may, may not be there. Like an untrained eye may not be able to see those changes. So to them, mm -hmm. there's no progress. Therefore nothing's working. Right. So once a month you should be able to see some, Decent, significant progress. And then, uh, what was the other one? Oh, body measurements. Measurements? Yeah, yeah. I still, I make those once a month, and then just to take the hassle off of my clients, we just separate them. So photos are on the 1st, measurements on the 15th. That way you're not getting up early on a Monday morning and taking both of those. Yeah. Just spread it out. And not really wasting, but you're taking away from that time of training and in the gym. Yeah. Uh, if you're doing that with a trainer. So that was a specific and measurable, a achievable. So let's just take, you know, our specific goals, like at the beginning, the 30 pounds, uh, starting strength training and focus on whole foods, but something that is achievable. You could go with, I want to lose one pound a week. That is very achievable, right? And a very consistent rate that you can lose and a healthy rate that you can lose weight at. Um, for strength training, you could say, I just want to start working out three days a week, which is Great, great yeah. for most people, especially with the um, hectic lives that we live. And then, you know, for the whole food goal, it would be maybe I want to eat a fruit or a veggie at every meal. Mm -hmm. Those are very achievable for you to have success in those goals. So that was a achievable. Yeah, I like that. And keep it, yeah, keep it simple at first. But all right, I'll move on. Sorry, R, I'll go down a rabbit hole there. No, no. Uh, relevant. So relevant. Uh, this ties into achievable, like you said before. Um, can you see yourself actually doing these things um, with your current lifestyle or maybe like your current responsibilities? This isn't a negative thing. Like just to put this like out there, like secretly, like I would love to have a membership at the aquatic center and be able to go and swim. But do I have time to do a 20 minute drive 
you know, twice a week, swim changing the swim hour. clothes. Yeah. Swim for 20 minutes to an hour change and still keep up with all my other health goals. No, that is not even close to being relevant, like to, you know, what I can actually do. Yeah. Um, so just be honest with yourself, your lifestyle, how much are you willing to change? That would be good for you. But you know, if you've got kids and you know, you've got other responsibilities with work, you work the night shift, you need to figure out what is actually doable for your lifestyle. Yeah. And there is a healthy version of your lifestyle out there. Like you may look at all the negatives, say like I work night shift, I sleep in the day, gyms are closed, it seems like or whatever. There is still something out there for you to do. You just gotta get you gotta take the time and break it down and create that plan for yourself. Yeah. Agree. And I, I would say too, and, and we are gonna kinda go off on a rabbit trail on this because uh I've just been thinking about this uh, of late. Like, do these goals align? with your values. And then I'm going to say here, intrinsic motivation, not external motive, motivation, mm. because uh, don't get me wrong. Everybody can be externally motivated and can find motivation from outside sources easily. But often um, those forms of motivation are probably not what you really want. And here's why I think you really have to be honest with yourself here. And that's when you need to look at your goals and be like, is this actually achievable and relevant? Because I find that many people almost self, excuse me, self-sabotage their own goals because they're, they're chasing a goal that ultimately is more than what is in line with what they want. And this is what I mean. I've had clients and I'm sure you've had clients who verbally are like, Hey, I want to see visible abs. Mm. Or, or oh, yeah. I, I want to be fill in the blank amount, you know, body fat percentage, or I've heard this, I want to compete in a show. But when they realize the sacrifices that they have to actually make to reach those goals, and possibly some enjoyments of life that they just won't be able to have because of what it takes to get to that goal, they realize this is not actually what I want. Yep. You know, like, let's just say the visible abs as an example. They're like, oh, I got to do this, 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 and this, or I have to stop doing this, this, and this. That doesn't sound, you know, enjoyable or relevant <laughs> to my lifestyle, but they continue to pursue that, excuse me, pursue that goal despite themselves. Right. Which ultimately leads to discontent, stress, frustration, because they're not making any progress, you know, towards that goal, but it's like, big goal, yeah, but it's like, look, be real with yourself with your lifestyle. For instance, let's take someone who, you know, goes out a lot for dinners, businesses, whatever. And there's a lot of alcohol involved, you know, which is often the big pendulum swinger. <laughs> um, and they're like, I want visible apps. Oh, if you're drinking so much in so many different occasions and you don't want to let go of that or give that up, but yet that's one of your goals and you try to keep pursuing that. You gotta check yourself. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be honest with yourself and basically call your own BS out. Right. But I think too many people are like, ah, this is what I want, but I'm gonna still go after it anyways. Okay. Yep. And that's and like you said, self sabotaging too, because like if that's the one goal you're focused on. Yeah. And you're not changing anything in your life to actually get to that point. 
then you're failing at the one thing you were aiming at that long-term goal. And you're only going to be able to take that on for so long, like failing over and over week after week, taking the pictures and the measurements and not seeing progress because you want to see abs, but you don't want to change your lifestyle. Eventually you're just going to quit. Like you're going to quit altogether. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, T timeframes. That was our relevant T timeframe. So still kind of using our examples here. Um, I want to lift three days a week. That's your strength training Mm -hmm. uh, goal. And then your whole food goal in this uh, case, your time frame example would be every week or excuse me, I totally skipped this part. You're going to lift three days a week every week for at least three months. Okay. That's a nice little great goal. That's a nice little time frame goal that you can work with. That is a short term goal that ultimately will get you built good habits to where you can lift all year round. Okay. Um, and then the whole food goal, you're gonna, your goal was to eat a fruit and veggie at every meal. Well, try and hit that goal five days out of the seven each week. All right. So that's another great little time frame goal. And once again, you've got your long-term goals, but through this process and through this templates, we've created a lot of short-term goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can check those off week by week too. That's just right after seven days and then bam, you're winning one week at a time. Exactly. super encouraging. Exactly. And I think we uh, mentioned this already, but when it comes to uh, weight loss and body fat goals, I'm not a big fan of putting a time frame on it or a deadline for a lot of people. You know, like, they're like, oh, I got a wedding in three weeks. Like, okay. You know, yeah. uh, should have been here three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even if people say something like three months, it's just like, look, this one, this process could take a lot longer than you think it's going to. And especially Uh, depending on your, like we've talked about before, your lifestyle, how much are you willing to sacrifice and commit to these goals, right? Uh, And then two, in regards to weight loss and fat loss, um, you might find that you're actually happier at a heavier weight and a higher body fat percentage than you think. Yep. So often the case. Yeah, very often, like, not not by massive amounts, but a few pounds here or there instead of obsessing over getting the last five pounds. Yeah. I see that a lot where people are shocked what they look like after losing, let's say, 25 pounds instead of 30. And they're very happy to stay there. Like, yeah. it's a good balance. And let's be honest, there's a lot of people and uh, who is it? Um, Syat talks a lot about this. He talks about, you know, give what do I want abs? all year round or do I want to be able to eat pizza? Right. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people find that, you know, that six pack isn't all as you know great as it seems to be. Right. They would rather be able to enjoy life a little bit more, have that pizza, have that ice cream, have that alcohol and not have to worry about that. Uh. And another good thing too, it just kind of hit me. You mentioned this on the time frame thing of lifting three days a week. That's your goal. Do that for three months. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to get too far behind, but it's great to have an average like that because let's say you miss one day and you're down to two. In your mind, you don't want to go into too much debt, but you could do four days the next week and you're still at your average overall. And that's a really good way to look at it, whether you're running, whether you have an eating goal. If you miss one day, you could still up your average the next week and then be right back where you're supposed to be. Like, Don't let one week bring you down on that time frame. Yeah, totally agree. And just some notes to kind of finish off this section, you know, and I quickly mentioned this. Notice how in this template we have created short-term goals like the three days a week for three-month minimum. Um, 
you're created, you know, and the long-term goals are still intact, right? We haven't gone away from them. And then, you know, as you go along, more short-term goals will be created along the way, right? And that's yep. Once again, these short-term goals uh, become habits, and then that motivation uh, is still there. The enjoyment is hopefully still there, and uh, it'll get you closer to those long-term goals. You, you will not get to your long-term goal without short-term goals. That's just, I mean, you're going to hit those milestones before, so you might as well track them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And celebrate them. You know, tell, don't, don't look at it as like, ah, whatever. Like, celebrate the fact that you did do whatever that, you know, short-term goal is. All right. We are going to talk about now. We're moving on from the SMART goals and the template that we just ran through. Um, we're going to talk about the three different types of fitness goals that you can set. Okay, so there are health goals, performance goals, aesthetic goals, and we're going to break down each one. Okay, go ahead. You start off health goals. So health goals, looking into that, be more specific, um, like going into your, let's just say improving your, your health, but your training and your nutrition with a focus on, let's say, fixing injuries or like your back pain. Yep. Um, blood pressure is a big one, something I'm actually watching and I hope to kind of monitor more this year, even for myself. Um, yep. Things like cholesterol, your sleep, getting you know decent amounts of sleep so you can recover. Those would be your health goals, kind of outside markers that you would be trying to improve. Yeah. No, and I, I, I recently made a post about this on Instagram, uh, shameless plug, that for a lot of people, they need to be focused on those things, on these health markers, these health goals before they even dive into a new year's diet. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Because if you're, if your sleep is off, if you have a super high stress lifestyle, you know, if your blood pressures, you know, sky high, whatever these things are, if those things are not fixed or at least adjusted and improved, it's honestly going to be really hard to hit that weight loss in that body and that body fat goal to be yep. honest. So, in my opinion, fix those things first before you dive into, you know, your 30, 40-pound goal, you know, diet for the new year. Yep. Okay. Uh, next one, performance goals. And this is going to be, like, training-related, right? So, we're talking get your first pull-up or push-up, uh, run a mile in under seven minutes. I definitely cannot do that right now. <laughs> we uh, should film ourselves running a mile sometimes. <laughs> it's going to be like a 14-minute mile. Man. <laughs> Uh, maybe something like bench your body weight, um, yeah. you know, squat 315, whatever. These are going to be like your performance goals. Um, and these are, these are going to be fun ones, right? And you're going to be able to see that progress. Uh, like we mentioned before, you can track your workouts and just slowly see uh, your progress through that. Last one. Last one. Aesthetic goals. The one that we, we think we all want, the Greek God, the body. So, Losing 30 pounds and growing, if you pick your body part, growing bigger arms, bigger biceps, chest, legs, butt, whatever it may be, be it a certain body fat. You know, you always think you need to be sub sub eight, sub six or something to be shredded. So those aesthetic goals. And yeah. what's your opinion on, on aesthetic goals? I have a feeling I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I think aesthetic goals are awesome. We all have them. Yep. But I do believe that most people, that is the only goals that they have, right? They don't think really about the health goals. They don't think, oh, I need to get more sleep or maybe my blood pressure isn't great or 
I have a super high stress lifestyle. Maybe I should figure out ways to fix that. They just think I got to lose 30 pounds. Yep. And I mean, we're, we're all guilty of that, at least back in the day. I know. Sure. I mean, I knew what a 16 inch bicep looked like before I understood blood pressure. Like, I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. Like we, we all used to aim for those, but that's, that, in my opinion, just needs to be pushed back a little bit more. But it's good to have an aesthetic goal because you should take pride in your body and how it looks. But there's other markers you should be watching and, and aiming for first. I just think that if your only focus is those aesthetic goals, people get so attached, like you mentioned already, to that number. And you become obsessed. It takes a mental toll on you. You're increased stress because you're not hitting uh, you know, that certain number and you're not, you know, making the progress that you thought you would in the time frame that you would. So I just think once again, it's a long-term goal, short-term expectations. Um, so I think that instead, if people focused more on the health and performance goals first with kind of in the background or in the back of their mind, the aesthetic goals. So if your goal is to lose 30 pounds, that is a great goal. But if you focused more on, I'm going to get my sleep, my seven to nine hours, I'm going to eat more protein because I don't eat enough. I'm going to try and reduce my stress. I want to build strength, you know, whatever it is. Um, improve cardio to play with your kids. Like improve yeah. your mobility to be able to have longevity to do things with your kids or, you know, whatever that is like those 30 pounds or whatever that goal is will be lost because of res as a result of those health and performance mm -hmm. goals. Right. And on top of that, you're going to have less stress and mental toll, which ultimately equals a healthier you. Yep. Because if you are unhealthy, you know, mentally, and then you have increased stress, it's going to make it more difficult on your weight loss goal as it is. Uh, so I think more people should focus on health and performance goals while having that aesthetic goal kind of be the third tier instead of the first tier. Yeah. Because too, like we've seen this not to get off on too much of a trail here, but you can reach an aesthetic goal and be in very poor health. Oh, like absolutely. we've seen it on the, yeah, on the professional level, this over the last year, several to. competitors that have died. Basically. Yeah. Um, but even in your local gym, there, there will always be that person that's willing to push their body, whether it's with steroids or restrictive eating or whatever, to achieve an aesthetic goal. And they are in terrible health. They're not healthy. Yeah. 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 I you think can reach that, but you do not want to reach an aesthetic goal without taking care of your health. That's just crazy. And too many people, and maybe some of this has to do with Instagram and, you know, the people that you see on Instagram, but too many pe people relate health to six-pack lean. Mm -hmm. Not always the case. You know, and I'm not just talking physical health. I'm also talking mental health as well. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, so they're healthier for everybody looks different, right? And just because that person is ultra lean and less than 8% body fat, doesn't necessarily mean that they are healthy and you could ultimately be healthier at 12 to 15% yep. than that person who's less than eight. Right. All right. We finished up smart goals, ran through that. We just uh, finished up with the three types of fitness goals that you can set health performance and aesthetic. We're going to finish up here with what I kind of like to call goals. They're a two sided. <laughs> Okay, so if your goal is to lose 
weight and fat this year, which is a massive goal for a lot of people. And we've talked about this, yet your sleep is bad, digestion's bad, stress is terrible, your goal is going to be more difficult, right? So on one side, we've got the goal, but the other side doesn't match up the habits, um, you know, the lifestyle just does not match up with the goal that you want. So we're going to have to be able to fix the other side. And this is where you can put in some short term goals to be able to have success and to achieve the other side of the coin as it is. So both sides of the coin basically have to match mm -hmm. in order for you to ultimately achieve that weight loss or fat loss goal. Because that's sorry. Go ahead. No, please. I was gonna say like, that's, that's where I had to start this year to be completely honest with everybody out there. Like I have a goal. I, I need to, I bet you I need to lose, I don't know, 20, let's say 20 pounds, somewhere in there to be at a, a healthy, healthy level. Yeah. Um, and, and just to feel better. But the first thing I wrote down on my goals, like it's in there on my refrigerator was get in bed by a specific time for me. Cause I knew that would give me seven to eight and a half hours of sleep. Yeah. That was go. the first thing I had to change was the sleep. And the second thing on my goal sheet was addressing food intake. You know what I was and wasn't going to allow basically in my body, but it wasn't lose 30 pounds. Like you've got to ma match the lifestyle to your goal. Correct. But yeah, I really like this breakdown, two-sided coin, making sure your habits, your lifestyle are matching what you're actually working towards. They complement each other. It's this back and forth play. Yeah. And I know we've kind of harped on this, but I think more people need to take a look at that health first and foremost before those 30 to 40 pounds that you want to lose. I think that that's, that's honestly going to be essential to you losing those 30 or 40 pounds, right? And as, as trainers, it's, you know, it, I've kind of dug a little bit deeper into this. When a new client comes on or even current clients, it's like I'm starting to ask more and more about the health habits as opposed to how much you're eating or, you know, yeah. you know, it's like, how's the energy today? You know, is it low? Is it high? Do we need to back off training? Um, Do you get six hours of sleep? Yeah. Yeah. How's your sleep? You know, like, so, because if those things are just totally out of whack, your body is going to be under so much stress as it is from being in a calorie deficit. It's just compound stress over stress, over stress. And then your ultimate goal is just not going to, it's going to be super challenging to, to get there. Yep. So, all right. That is really all I have to say. Do you have anything you want to add to what we've already talked about? Uh, not really. I think it was a good breakdown. Do you have any specific goals you want to share for this year? Anything you're uh, aiming for? Yeah. I mean, kind of like what you just said, actually, I do have, I just started today, actually. Uh, good for on, you. Hopped on the diet today. January uh, 17th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not one of those January 1st people. Nah. Yeah. No. Kind of eats right. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was my birthday last week, so I was like, I am not going to start anything serious the week of or before my birthday, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the holiday season. I definitely have taken and been more relaxed on what I've eaten. I haven't tracked for, like, probably four months. Yep. Um, but I probably I, took a month and a half off. Yeah, I, I, do, I do that more for the mental health. Uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but let's see, goal I have, I know we've, you know, don't have aesthetic goals, but <laughs> my my goal is to get down to 170. 
Nice. One, 170 to 175. I weigh 194 right now. Yeah. Dang. Send me that picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that is my long-term goal. I obviously have some performance and stuff. Honestly, my health goals, I'm pretty – I'm such a grandpa anyways. I'm pretty conscious <laughs> about that stuff. So, I, I religiously get my seven to nine hours of sleep. Yep. I try to make sure I'm not in high-stress situations. Um, you know, I do monitor other health markers and stuff like that. So, I'm pr- my health ones, I don't really have anything um, as far as that. So, honestly, for me, it's more mostly performance and aesthetic goals. Right. That's good. Yeah. What about yourself? I mean, you did mention you lose some weight, but you got the sleep. What else you got? Any? Got the sleep. Um, you know, a long-term goal is I know we've got a cruise book for August. So I don't want to have, like, I don't have to be a specific weight at that point. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, hey, that's eight months out. So that's a very good time frame that I can, you know, I can measure everything out. I can break it down into one and two month chunks of this is how I'm going to train or eat or reverse diet cut. Um, so I would like to increase calories soon, do a little reverse diet. Um, I'd like to improve my metabolism, but the big ones right now are first just sleep and eating. Those are the two things I'm focusing on all the way through January, not changing any numbers, um, or any strategies. I got to make sure I get those down. So, um, that's a big one. Now a performance goal. I'd love to bench 300 again with some ease. So we're, we're getting close to that. So that's one I'll, I'll update you guys on. That's a good one. Squats, I'm not sure where I'll get to, but I definitely have some some goals with squats. I'd like to be closer to, I forget, like four-something, 405, somewhere in there. We'll 405 see. for some reps. That'd yeah. So so definitely some performance goals thrown in there, too. But overall, the mini goals are going to stack up to complement this weight loss goal that I have sure. of reducing yeah. body fat but maintain strength as much as possible. Yeah. Oh, uh, I will say, I, I guess I do have a health goal. It's just to kind of stay healthy as yeah. far as, like, I've been having some shoulder issues, so – you know, I haven't trained chest or shoulders in like, uh, I think I said three months or told you three months or something. Yeah. Like that. It's been a while. Uh, and I'm just starting to feel good, like very little pain, um, able to kind of ease back into it. So I plan on starting uh, getting back to chest and shoulder work in February. But yeah, it's been about three months of not doing any wow. chest or shoulders. So it's uh, hoping to keep my shoulders as healthy as I possibly can. Absolutely. Keep. I would say I. My health goal would be to keep up with like me. My no. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we talk every day. Uh, I would say like keep up with my rehab and like prehab type kind of exercises that I've had. You know, is to do that three, four times a week. So that would probably be a health goal for myself. Smart. That'd be a good podcast topic. We'll put that in the future though. But yeah, rehab and mobility work. Mm, desperately needed all right before we end here is there anything you want to promote social media whatever before we uh, i mean i appreciate the follow so definitely start here with the podcast if by chance you're listening to this you're not subscribed hit that subscribe button um you know find me on instagram facebook tiktok coach cure or cure fitness on almost all platforms so definitely find me there and connect send us dms little Q&A times. We'll be happy to answer your questions. And all of that information will be provided in the description of the podcast. It would be, let's see, I think we got both of our websites, Instagrams, mm-hmm. TikToks, uh, all that good stuff. I will say um, I've been doing a workshop on self-sabotage. 
and it's been super fascinating. And I actually want to do a future podcast on it, on kind of why we self-sabotage our goals. And nice. a lot of times we do it consciously or unconsciously. Um, and this week and next week, I'm also kind of making some Instagram posts off of that. So check those out uh, throughout the next couple of weeks um, because I'm basically just taking what I've learned and I want to share it with people because it's, uh, it's an interesting deep dive into our behaviors, uh, how we think and process things and why, um, like I've talked before uh, earlier in this podcast, how we have unrealistic, unachievable things mm -hmm. that sometimes self-sabotage ourselves. So keep a lookout for that. All right. I think that is all I have for today. Thank you guys for joining us for another season, the first episode of season four, and we will be back with hopefully some more guests this year as well. Yes. We're work we are working on compiling a guest list VIP section. Mm -hmm with some interesting topics. So stay tuned. Uh, thank you once again for joining me, my man. Uh, stay safe, stay warm in the snowy upstate South Carolina. Will do. Next time. See you. All right, man. See you.